0: Watch it.
1: Hello and welcome to Why Did You Watch? Fuck me, I've completely fucked that up. How
0: do I introduce? This the eighth take with me.
1: <laughs>
0: Why did you watch? What did I say? I don't know. It was not what it wasn't. Why did you watch?
1: <laughs> oh dear. Okay,
0: hello and welcome to Why Did You Watch with uh, me, David Clark.
1: What and me, Kathy Moore? Correct. Right. Ooh. <laughs> It is Just Halloween mixing it up. <laughs> it is Halloween season. Anything can happen. Someone's vacuuming, by the way. I don't know if the microphone will pick that up, but that's going to be a delightful treat.
0: The vacuum might pick it up.
1: It did not like that joke. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it died a death, yeah. Uh, and on the note, yes. beer. Anyway. Yes.
1: Welcome to episode 14. Nice. Of Why Did You Watch. And because it's Halloween, mm. I have decided to do the film halloween (laughs) wow okay nice yeah so this is going to be a particularly hard sell because this film is a slasher film and that's Mm. probably your least favorite genre
0: i think probably least favorite would include films like saw which i've never actually watched
1: well saw and Hostel and films like that they're under the heading of gornography or torture porn
2: yeah
1: i would argue that saw is quite a clever film but it maybe inspired some less clever films. Same could be said Hales of Halloween, though. Uh, hmm? The
0: Hills Have Eyes.
1: The Hills Have Eyes is a really old film, though. It's not that old. It's from the 70s.
0: Oh, there's a remake that was done in uh, the early 2000s?
1: Yeah, and it was shit.
0: Oh, I didn't watch it either.
1: It didn't have Michael Berryman in it, and he's awesome. He's got that condition where you don't have sweat glands. Did you hear that, Prince F- Andrew? <laughs> There is actually a condition.
0: The other one was dead. <laughs>
1: yes, I, did you notice I was f- I did, yes. F- Andrew. Yes.
0: You could have said Prince Philanderer or other. How would that narrow it P. down?
1: <laughs> oh yes, that would that would yes. also be accurate. Um, what was I talking about? Yes, so.
0: The list.
1: So um, I don't know if any of them collected stamps. Yes.
0: Yeah. Well, none of them like licking the backside of the queen. Ha!
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
0: God, I'm not sure who you put that one in. Um, anyway, let's carry on with Halloween.
1: <laughs> but, right, I have... In in your interests and in your honour, I have done such a deep dive on mm. this film and have discovered You've done a Tom Daly? I've done a Tom Daly... Absolutely. A deep, deep dive on this one. Beyond mm. Tom Daly. I've done, like, a scuba dive.
2: Nice.
1: To the point where we should really be doing this podcast in leather armchairs with, um, like... Leather elbows, oh, on yeah. jackets and leather jackets, and pants. patches on the jackets, yes. Yeah, uh huh. It's going. It's not going to be funny. It's going to be. It's no laughing matter. This is serious business. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so Halloween, Halloween was made in.
0: Uh, thirty uh, first of October.
1: Well, it was set on the thirty first of October. Oh. How did you know? Um, in nineteen seventy eight. Mm. And it stars Donald Pleasance. Mm. Of uh, the Great Escape,
0: film. Which character is he in the Great Escape?
1: Isn't he the blind lad?
0: Oh yes, him. I yes. can see
1: perfectly that guy.
0: Yeah. And he Spoilers. was,
1: yeah, and he was in other things. He's, you know, he's got, he brings quite a bit of gravitas to this. Yes. Slasher movie because wasn't he
0: Was he also Blofeld in one of them? Yes, he was Bluefeld. He was Bluefeld as well.
1: Yes. Yeah, he's got, I mean, quite an impressive CV. Yes, indeed. I do love Donald Pleasance. And he looks like my grandfather. Okay. Which just makes me like him even more. Nice. It almost starred Christopher Lee.
0: Oh, yeah. For this role. Uh, yeah, yeah.
1: Christopher Lee turned it down. Yeah. He had other stuff to do. And mm-hmm. apparently he is on record as saying that it is the biggest regret of his life uh, that he yeah. turned this down.
2: Yeah.
1: I don't know that he would have done as good a job, though. I think that this role really... Donald Person's nailed it.
0: Sometimes, it's you, once a person has seized a role, it's very hard to imagine anyone else in it. Even yeah. potentially, maybe they would have been good. Mm. But sometimes it's really hard to imagine that they would exceed what oh, someone yeah. has already done. Yeah. Because they personify that character now. Exactly, yeah, mm-hmm.
1: exactly. They've done such a good job of making the character their own that you just can't imagine anyone else doing it. Yeah, yeah. It also stars Jamie Lee Curtis. yes. Who is f- the famous daughter of... Elvis. No. Tony uh, Curtis. Um,
0: and... Yeah.
1: And... Wee, wee, wee,
0: wee. Um, I'm making a stabbing motion. The Nintendo motion. Wii.
1: No, not the Nintendo Wii.
0: <laughs> I can't remember. The woman who gets stabbed in the shower.
1: Yes, in Psycho. Yes. Ja- uh, Jamie Lee Curtis is her daughter. Uh, mm. It's also why she got cast, incidentally. Because they were auditioning for the role and they discovered that this actress ah, who was auditioning yes. is Janet Lee's daughter and they were like oh my god she has to be in this film nice yeah it also stars PJ souls who was the athletic one in Carrie I don't know if you ever saw Carrie
0: no Carrie's the one with the uh um, the bucket of blood the bucket of blood and the psychokinetic powers and stuff yeah and yeah. the mother who's very unpleasant
1: yes that's mm-hmm. a very nice summation of Carrie yes uh-huh yeah Written and directed and everythinged by John Carpenter. Yes. And who did,
0: I assume did the score?
1: He also did the score, mm. yes. And John Carpenter, I do not need to go into his CV because it's like everything good, John Carpenter. He did The Thing. Stay. What? Uh,
0: uh-huh. Not really. It's a terrible, terrible film. Don't Why
1: on it. earth would you besmirch I didn't. That's John I Carpenter? Yeah. He did The Thing. He did They Live, which we discussed on the show. show? The Thing?
2: Yeah. Well,
1: that, funny you should say that, because there's been several, and we'll get into that later. Yeah. It should really be called Things, not The Thing. <laughs> um, and also co-written yeah. with uh, his wife, Deborah Hill. It was filmed on a somewhat meagre budget of mm. $300,000. Guess how much money lot, it made. Yeah, well, yeah. Ooh. I mean, how considering in this era, time? people were spending millions still on a film, a couple of yeah, million Yeah, right. sure, these days they're spending
0: hundreds of millions. Of
1: course, yeah, but like for the time, $300,000 yeah, yeah. was still quite low budget. And yeah, it, yeah, And it grossed, guess how much it grossed? Ooh,
0: um, 15 times that. So let's just say 45 million per <sighs> dollars. Swiss S- francs. <laughs> Yen.
1: <laughs> 70 million dollars.
0: Oh, not terrible. I guess. Which
1: is why a load of people who saw that at a lot of studios went, Oh, we can, make we can make slasher movies for 50p and then make loads of money after. Apart and
0: that one that was set around Easter just didn't sell so well.
1: No, it didn't. The killer Easter bunny. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I suppose diabetes.
1: He rammed like kinder eggs down people's throats. That's how he killed them. <laughs>
0: oh, oh, God. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Yeah, the big Sounds of the Lambs theme where they like open the throat and there's a kinder egg yeah. toy in there.
0: Yes. <laughs> well,
1: anyway. Well, that
0: was a surprise.
1: They, um, yeah, they. This, somebody, I can't remember who, approached John Carpenter and said that they want to make a film about babysitters getting murdered.
0: That's, I mean, that's yeah. the kind of person you want to report to the police, isn't it?
1: Yeah, yeah, uh-huh, absolutely. But instead, John Carpenter was like, well... You know, I would quite like to do that because I've had an idea for a film anyway because I want to make a sequel or prequel to Black Christmas. Oh, yeah. Which yeah. we discussed. We did, we did, yeah. And uh, John Carpenter loved it. Yeah. Now, you could argue that was the first slasher film-ish. Uh, I suppose it's kind of the
0: whole sorority thing as well, wasn't it?
1: Yeah, it's the. I would say it's the first film of the genre, but I think that Halloween sort of set the tone and the rules for slasher movies where Black Christmas did not.
0: It was like, Mm. I don't know, maybe it's the foundations and then like um, Halloween's the cornerstone. Yes,
1: absolutely. Yeah. So, um, because it's
0: definitely the most well-known one of the two. Not that I had watched either already, but mm. I was aware of Halloween. Yeah. I wasn't aware of Black Christmas.
1: I'd say Halloween's the most respected. It's very Mm. much the death tones of the uh, new metal scene. This is the the Deftones equivalent of the horror slasher mm-hmm. scene yeah, because yeah. while they are in a shit genre, they are really good and they were the first among the first to do it. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, little bit of uh, for some, we always mention Star Trek. I don't think you and I have ever had a podcast. I don't think we've ever had a conversation that hasn't featured Star Trek wow. at some point. <laughs> okay, but um. A little bit of Star Trek trivia, and as you you've seen Michael Myers, you know what he looks like—the killer from Halloween. He's
0: got a, a hockey mask on. No, no that's, that's Jason. Jason.
1: He's he has a white mask. Yeah. That covers his entire head uh-huh. and some hair. So they sent the props guy down to the local shop to get like some scary masks. Okay. Like, we need the guy to have a scary mask. Yeah. They sent him down to the prop shop. He came back with a clown mask, and they were like. Pff, Nah, that's stupid. Who
0: finds clowns scary.
1: Yeah, exactly. Well, I don't know if people did at this point in yeah, time. Yeah, true. It was yeah. really. Oh, actually, I tell a lie. They did find clowns scary. We'll get into that. Um, and he found a William Shatner Captain Kirk mask. Oh no. And he brought that back as well and That's they were scary. it was cuz they were sitting around going holy shit this is the shittest thing we have ever seen it doesn't uh, even look like William uh, Shatner uh, it just looks like shit. Yeah. So they Are You sure he
0: didn't like
1: like William Shatner? <laughs> William Shatner. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> they they took the eyebrows out of it. They spray painted it white. Uh-huh. They opened, uh, yeah, opened the okay. eyes out a bit and they said just to make it look really sinister they shaved the sideburns off. I don't know why that made it more sinister. But apparently it did.
0: Okay, fair enough.
1: (laughs) He's got no sideburns, (laughs) Fran. Yeah. Interesting. So John Carpenter, during his illustrious career, at some point, for some reason, he toured a psychiatric hospital, like during college. Okay. Um, I guess he had a really broad curriculum. But anyway, so he met a, a child when he was there. He stared at him with, and I quote... A look of evil and it terrified me.
0: It wasn't like cold and dark like a doll's eyes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it was a shark (laughs) in
1: a tank. (laughs) Oh, baby shark. Baby shark. No, No. we're not doing it. Yeah, so he he Uh, was sort of inspired by this idea of this this child that just had the look of pure evil. You don't need to go to a psychiatric hospital to find a child that looks evil.
0: True, there's going to be one in every school mm,
1: there's always one kid where everyone's like yeah I'm not I'm not playing Don't give that him. kid
0: a magnifying glass
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you want that Aunt Hill <laughs> yeah. to survive absolutely so John Carpenter really was in charge of the sort of evil component of the film mm. whereas Deborah Hill was in charge of the human component the life sure. side so she wrote a lot of the dialogue between all of the, the teenage girls. So whenever yes. the teenagers are talking about their boyfriends and stuff, John Carpenter didn't write that. Uh huh. Uh-huh, Deborah Hill uh-huh, wrote that. Uh-huh. Fair enough, yeah. Yeah, so that makes sense. She
0: and, gets credited with writing it right? Of course she is, yeah. Just checking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just checking it was the
1: 70s. That, oh, you're, you're not wrong, but they do make it very clear. Maybe not at the time, but certainly now they make it very mm, clear that Deborah on. Hill... Okay. Now, this... It's, you'll, you'll notice I'm continually trying to make pitches to make this film sound very highbrow. Sure. In two thousand and six, it was selected for preservation in the U.S. National Film Registry by the Library of Congress as being culturally, historically, and aesthetically significant. Okay. Yeah. So it's not just me.
0: Yeah, it really depends what else is in that archive. Well, I'm not telling. Benny you. Hill.
1: <laughs> I can't imagine that. Not would the be... American archives. Yeah, exactly. But I'm sure America has a Benny Hill equivalent. God help us all. It's probably got a lot of Charlie Chaplin in it. Do you know in RoboCop that guy that goes, "I buy that for a dollar"? Yes. He's based on Benny Hill. Uh, hmm. really? Yeah, he knew. Well, the people who made the documentary I, I watched that. last night. <laughs> Fair enough. It's the, well, yeah, the first iconic slasher film. But, as I said, it inspired a lot of um,
0: cheap knockoffs.
1: Yeah, like Friday the 13th, mm-hmm. which uh, to me, it's like Friday the 13th is the penthouse to Halloween's Playboy. It's
0: probably because they
1: couldn't use 31st. Oh, yeah, they just switched it around. Mm-hmm. Or the...
0: Tuesday the 7th.
1: Do you know what... <laughs> <laughs> that lesser
0: known horror film.
1: Yeah. the um... yeah, It's very date orientated, isn't it? Friday the 13th. Wasn't it Monday 8am? what was that film that that's we right about? they live
0: they live and that yes. was John
1: Carpenter too <laughs> <laughs> it's him um, it's uh, I would ar- also argue that where Halloween is Star Trek uh, Friday the 13th is Star Wars where they watched the first one and they were like meh we could make this a lot more exciting and you know less, gung- less um, gung-ho and uh, what's it called sophisticated no
0: it's like the, it's philosophical the, there's, no there's, there's a there's a word for it for like more thinking cerebral that's the one god i just couldn't get it that's ironic that
1: is ironic isn't it
0: me yeah. me do word good yeah, I, word good.
1: <laughs> yeah I, I i would agree with that because with halloween there's a whole examination of evil and and stuff like that whereas friday the 13th it's just hey check these out you know yes
0: For those who are listening at home, (laughs) you can probably
1: guess. (laughs) Yeah, if you've been listening for the last thirteen, yeah. yeah. uh I need really need like one of those slide whistles to do that. Yeah. Um, Apparently, William Shatner and Mike Myers are not big fans of this film for obvious Uh reasons. (laughs) Um. So that's a bit unfortunate. I silence. (laughs) (laughs) And tore out my I rise.
0: Yeah, Yeah.
1: You may or may not be aware, David. That's probably true. That horror, and I've been roaring this in people's faces for years now, that there is people poo-poo horror movies, but horror as a genre is the best pulse of a nation's cultural fears. Okay. Like no other genre of film is. Nothing can give you an idea of what people were scared of at that point in time better than what the popular stream of, of movies were and you see this there's a, a strong correlation with recessions and vampire movies becoming popular uh. and you can see why because it's this idea of you know these vampires are always sophisticated uh, wealthy you know we going this? <laughs> high class types that literally suck the lifeblood out of people uh, yeah. and that's usually how recessions kick off and there is a, a link Three-out film of vampire movies gaining popularity around times of recession. Zombie movies, too. I mean, look at Donald Twilight it
0: wasn't really a vampire movie, though, was it really?
1: No, those don't count as vampires, because they didn't suck the lifeblood out of anyone, did they? Blade. Except the, the viewers.
0: <laughs> Blade, I
1: guess. Blade... When did it come out? It was the 80s, wasn't it?
0: No, Blade's after the 80s. 90s. Was 90s? 90s, probably. At least the first Blade film must have been 90s.
1: But it, see, the thing is, Blade was not one of several films that came out in that time. Uh, of About vampires. There wasn't a string of vampire movies. Yeah, fair. Yeah, okay. Mm. Although the last string of vampire movies we had was around the time of the credit crunch, which was Twilight and...
0: Shit. yeah but we agreed those aren't bi movies
1: and zombie movies as well
0: oh wait a second underworld
1: oh yeah do you remember those i do yeah those were fun yeah but there's um zombie movies as well i mean dawn of the dead was a yes. really blatant comment on crass consumerism because it was a bunch of zombies wandering around a mall bumping into each
0: other 28 days later
1: oh yeah yeah there's bound to be a theme movie wise for disease and I would I, I mean to I would have yeah zombie movies would be a good disease model for transmissible people. yeah yeah and I and vampires probably too yeah. because that's a disease as well but I wonder what the correlation <laughs> yeah. is in terms of films and John Carpenter himself said horror is a reaction it's not a genre
0: sounds clever it does but is it
1: <laughs> yes because it is, uh, okay. it's it's the the cultural fear of the time, and it's so interesting. And I've been listening to a lot of stuff about this lately on a podcast called "You Are Good," and I highly recommend it to anyone listening. But they talk about all this
0: about like a um, a quiet place, right around the time COVID rocked up.
1: <laughs> a quiet place is where people cannot speak in their own homes because there's everyone's
0: also super isolated over the whole covid thing Uh although to be honest quiet place one came out i think before
1: covid Mm. kicked in Mm. but it was
0: really close and then quiet place two was after
1: so the the horror movie theme at the minute seems to be home invasion like don't breathe one and two and quiet place as well where they have to be silent so that nobody will come into their house and kill them all there's a lot of home and oh there was that other one where the woman's blind and the guy's menacing her and breaking it there's a a real theme at the minute about people being uh, having their homes invaded and what else is going on at the minute a huge backlash backlash against immigration this Uh... is the cultural fear of the time is, is people migrating into your country you know from wherever there might be turmoil in the world Mm -hmm. so you could i know but like at the minute immigration is a really big issue and it seems to be i should also point out that when i say the the cultural fears it's the cultural fears of the people making these films which is by and large white american men
2: yeah (laughs) so it's
1: their fears i mean if you want to see fears from other groups of people probably watch i don't know jordan peele (laughs) jordan peele Yeah, yeah exactly yeah he is a freaking genius. Mm. Candyman was spectacularly good. Yeah. Mm. I will not be discussing Candyman in this podcast because Fair it on. is flipping brilliant. Yeah, and you yeah, should yeah, absolutely yeah. watch it. Anyway, at some point. So, because of this whole horror is a reaction, it's not a genre mm. thing, I am going to give you some context to put this film in. Okay. So you can understand just how clever it is. So, get ready for a whirlwind tour of the 70s, David.
0: Woo! You just need like disco. a little wheel that you need to spin. <laughs> First, we're going to cover this. Oh, no. No, okay. it won't
1: take that long. So, okay. what started in the late 60s? And Vietnam War. Vietnam War. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: So, on the news every day, people are seeing real life horror. Ah. Just ass blood and guts. Everywhere screaming Vietnamese people covered in napalm.
0: Yeah, Agent Orange.
1: Agent Orange, exactly. So you can see why people awesome mind
0: pamphlets. What are they? Oh, it's spe- it's effectively while they were bombing them and they're also dropping stuff on them saying, Hey, you should like really support the Americans. Why? <laughs> so will they yeah. stop bombing me?
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fuck clean off. Mm-hmm. So You can see why people would be a bit desensitised to gore at this point. Yeah. And why horror movies are now becoming more violent and gory. And I mean, what do you call it? Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Mm. Everyone agrees, including Toby Hooper who made it, that that film's about the Vietnam War. Why? Because it's a bunch of American teenagers who are just being butchered, slaughtered.
0: Ah, yes. Yeah. mm.
1: It's not even subtle. And the films that are coming out at these times... At this point in time, there's a real move away from supernatural stuff, and back to real life horror. Sure, yeah. Right? Because it, well, was it
0: called? Um, not, it's not called unnatural like, one, two, and three. What's it called? It's like well, there's insidious, insidious, and, and there's yeah. the
1: Conjuring, and yeah. Yeah. oh, but those films are fantastic. I love those because no. it's but those are proper jump scare films.
0: Fine yeah
1: i wonder why those were suddenly so popular I th- because they made a lot of money but like what Indeed. what was the cultural fear i think we're too close to those films brexit to be able to what in america we're too close to those films they happened too recently for us to figure uh, out maybe, what yeah. exactly the cultural fear was there but i'm uh, sure some trump Kevin trump dogs, it ooh. yeah if donald trump was Scotland across my ceiling i guarantee <laughs>
0: Be very yeah. upset. I, it must be a really tiny thing because I can only hear tiny hands. <laughs> uh-huh.
1: The pitter patter of, the of tiny hands, <laughs> pitter pattering across yeah. my ceiling, going yeah. China. Give me all your money. <laughs> yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yeah.
1: I got where I am today by working extremely hard to waste all of my daddy's yeah, money. Exactly. <laughs> mm. Well, so you've got the Vietnam War. Also, it's just a really shit time because. Poverty is through the roof. You've got the nineteen seventy-four to seventy-five worst economic disaster since the Great Depression. Mm. Unemployment is through the roof. Crime is at an all-time massive peak. It's unbelievable. And yeah. to, to to couple with that, trust in the government is absolutely bottomed it's out. Also, war on drugs era. Just I think that was the eighties. Eighties yeah, okay. was more war on drugs, mm. but because that was like Reagan was big into that basically it was war on african-americans yeah yeah yeah. but that's a whole separate podcast in addition to poverty going through the roof crime going through the roof uh, people's trust in the government has plummeted because of scandals like watergate yeah so no one trusts the government because of vietnam as well where they're just Mm -hmm. uh, all of their teenage kids are just getting slaughtered wholesale unless
0: you happen to have a bone spur
1: what's a bone spur
0: exactly Donald Trump didn't get drafted because apparently he was ineligible due to a medical condition called a bone spare.
1: Oh, like having night blindness.
0: <laughs> yeah, and I think George W. Bush also avoided the draft for I can't remember if there was a particular reason, hopefully yeah. I vaguely remember hearing something along the lines of he didn't get sent either, because mm, potentially he is educationally father, subnormal. <laughs> he was in the top ninety percent of his class, goddammit.
1: What class did he go to? A petting zoo?
0: 90%.
1: Oh, I misheard that. (laughs) (laughs) That's clever. (laughs) It is
0: clever. And it has been used. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Top 90%. Yeah. Jesus. Good for him. I'm surprised to hear that, in Uh. fact. So you've got Vietnam. You've got just the world ending. Yeah. Around people. And you've also got this strange thing going on. We're sort of post-60s where everybody thought it was great fun to just shaggle around them and experiment with mind-altering drugs in a consequence-free environment. Ultra. Well, guess what? Turns out it wasn't consequence-free.
0: 15% um, herpes. Oh, no. It's pretty high in the States. Herpes? Herpes, yeah. Oh, come on, It's 15 or that's... 10%. Either way, it's pretty high.
1: I'm staying away from Americans. You can't just
0: collect it. You can't just collect it from across the air. You don't
1: know. They might have developed, like, super herpes. Super herpes,
0: okay.
1: Space (laughs) herpes. Right. The worst kind. You've also got, because of all of the 60s sort of hangover, you've got the breakdown of the family and the waning of Christian morals. Dun, dun, dun. Uh, okay. Because, you know, the sexual revolution and hippies and all that sort of stuff. You've got an increasing divorce rate, probably due to the poverty in fairness, and, and crime, and unemployment, and all this, and herpes—of yeah. course, that'll be a big one. And women are working how more. Dare than, they, uh, I know, slatternly <laughs> harlots. <laughs>
0: slatternly, hardworking, bread-winning harlots. Yeah,
1: these single mothers providing for their kids—monsters. So <laughs> I think my mum was a single mother in the seventies, actually. Yeah, she would have been. Yeah. yeah. Harlots. <laughs> Sorry, Mum. Wow. Yes. So you know, all these women are having to work for obvious reasons, and this is really.
0: T- oh, I think this the having to work, and also probably quite a lot of them wanted to work.
1: Well, uh, yes, obviously the ones who mm. pushed to have a job and have a well, career. it's partly it's,
0: it's, part, it's very similar to kind of what happened in the UK in the um, in the forties. So obviously a lot oh, of yeah. young men. We're went into war. And it's like, oh, we still need to make have all these factories that do everything. Um, therefore, we need a workforce. Well, we can't employ children anymore because that's illegal. Yeah. Um, so who else is there? Because like, of the well,
1: namby-pamby liberals yeah, not letting liberal. us use child labour. Yeah. <laughs> it's political yeah. correctness gone mad. <laughs> yeah,
0: I know. So, I mean, yeah. yes.
1: Well, that's what happened. I mean, I personally think that's a big thing that fed into the the attitude of the 60s was all these women were the, the husbands came home in 1945 and they were like you get back in the kitchen and a lot of them were like joke on
0: yeah
1: i like working
0: yeah
1: i have self-respect
0: and i have my own money yeah exactly i'm money. independent yeah. not that
1: if you're a housewife you don't deserve self-respect you absolutely do i'm yeah, just saying
0: unfortunately you don't get a wage mm-hmm. and quite often respect
1: exactly mm. You should have self-respect, but you won't necessarily have yep. arsehole's respect. Not that yeah. you'd want it. Anyway, so this tied into the whole like loss of morals, particularly with the fear of communism rising, because mm-hmm. communism a is a-religious, you know, it's atheism. Yeah, which you would
0: have thought. Like, a thing has got ch- separation of church and state should be all for, however. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, so capitalism.
1: If, so, of course... This is when the so-called religious right starts to gain traction. Because they're wrong? Well, I think it means right wing rather than correct. (laughs) The religious correct (laughs) I don't think so. So they sort of kicked off. Right, so so far we've got Vietnam, the world's ending. There's a complete breakdown of morals and Loss of religious Morals. meanings, Morals which means.
0: Morals flexible.
1: No, I mean, according to the religious oh, yeah. right. Sure. All right, I'll rephrase that. You've got Vietnam, you've got the world ending with poverty and all this going on, you've got the rise of the religious right, and you have got the golden age of serial yeah. killers because they're fecking everywhere. They're yeah. not fecking everywhere. They are everywhere at the moment. Yeah. yeah. So when you look at all that and you think about. As I go through the film, think about yourself in the seventies. You've got no job, no money, no wife. You've got herpes, yay. No religion. You've got some Christian yelling at you. You're being (laughs) (laughs) you're being sent to Vietnam when Uh, you don't want to go, and there's a serial killer breathing down your neck. Yeah. It all adds up to Halloween. Right. Which is interesting because we we talked about Black Christmas and the rules. Do you remember the rules of a horror movie, David? Ooh. Of a slasher movie?
0: Um, the one who is the most religious doesn't get killed.
1: Yes. So the virgin survives.
0: The virgin survives. The, the opposite of the virgin does not. Mm-hmm. Uh,
1: Drinking, smoking, taking drugs gets you killed. Yeah. Uh, well, having I mean, sex gets term, you killed. It does, yes. Well, yes. <laughs> Don't do drugs, kids. Yeah. Oh, thank you, David, for that sponsored message. <laughs> sponsored by who? Dare. Roger Reagan.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly.
1: And if you remember Black Christmas, the yes. protagonist was planning to have an abortion, so she was not a virgin. Black but Black Christmas what was... What about Mary? <gasps> she wasn't getting an abortion. Oh, can you imagine if she had terminated that pregnancy? Oh, Jesus. Yes. Damn. That would be not ideal for the whole movement shall we say Christianity yeah I suppose not mm. it would have come How to an abrupt he was a end. carpenter he was that's right John that's right <laughs> moving on <laughs> Black Christmas was made before the rules because it was made in 70-ish 72 sure. 74 yeah, I've okay, forgotten but anyway right. so it's before really all of this the economic crash and the ah, rise of okay. the religion mm. so
0: well, all these people were in a sorority and they were fucking loaded. Because mm. they were like, oh, yes, I'm just going to go to... What was Skiing, it, 1600. Yes, S-B-A. exactly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Yeah.
1: So that's... It's, so that's why Black Christmas doesn't really get credited as the first slasher, because it doesn't have the rules. But mm. Halloween has the rules. Fine. Yeah. This is the rule setting. film. Yeah. Okay. okay. Mm-hmm. So, David. Mm. Hmm. Needless to say, John Carpenter wrote the music for this, so I don't need to tell you how awesome the music is.
0: Fine. Just
1: yes. Take my word for it, it's amazing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, I do like a good soundtrack.
1: You're familiar with Halloween just from being awake in the culture uh, we, we live in. Yes. What tell me what you know about the film Halloween?
0: Um, it's about a serial killer who Spree uh, killer. Sure, he got a bowl of cornflakes in the morning. Um, (laughs) I'm killer who goes around killing a a bunch of just young, uh, predominantly white Americans, if not exclusively white Americans, um, just because.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, you forgot a vital. um, And there's no Oh, it's
0: it's semi-supernatural.
1: Yeah, it gets it gets supernatural as the series goes on because there's. About twenty Halloween films and I would I'm going to take this opportunity right now to tell you don't watch any of the others.
0: It's only Halloween one. Halloween halloween
1: ha- yes, and don't watch the Rob Zombie reboot. It is pants.
0: Okay. They are all pants. Is that about zombies?
1: No Rob Zombie, he's a director. I'm joking. City sod. I mean technically Myers is kind of like. A resurrected zombie. It. Yeah, fair enough. It's, it's... Uh, they're but all like, dreadful. It's
0: not even like it's a, a Revenant film mm. where something comes back from the dead to avenge stuff. It's just no. like a really angry guy. He's not even scurry. angry. That's the thing. He's just, oh, like, just He's just, like, he's just tootling about, yeah. Yeah, but I mean, like, he's gotta... It's like, if you're gonna kill someone, you've gotta be, like, I guess at least a little angry.
1: You would think. Because otherwise
0: you'd just be, like, cutting vegetables, I mean.
1: But that's what it's like. The first one is not gory. The first film... I think there's only two... It's a
0: suspense-like, Jaws-like.
1: Yes, it's like Psycho. You think you saw loads of blood and stabbing, but you didn't see anything. Okay. Your it's mind is... Exactly. That's another reason why Halloween's so good, because it's just left Fills for you. The gaps. You fill in so the, the gaps. So the
0: sicker your mind, the more scary the film.
1: Tipper Gore must have been terrified. Yes. Gory. <laughs> ah! Yes, maybe that's why it's called Gore. <laughs> it's Al-Gol. not. It's absolutely not.
0: El Et Gore? sure and blood
1: yeah my description my description of halloween would be it's about uh what's music it's about (laughs) close it's about a spree killer who plays the synth and you'll see the baby oh he's not a spree killer but he does play the synth very well yeah anyway so we're, we're looking at the opening
0: okay i'm looking in my it's, mind's
1: eye. And we've got that iconic Halloween music that, you know, that like, do 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 You know this? Yes. That's going on. And we're watching, like, directed by John Carpenter and Deborah Hill. Written um, by, rather.
0: Sure.
1: And there's a pumpkin coming towards us. Ooh. Not a pumpkin. A jack-o-lantern. Spice latte. Oh. A pumpkin. There's no pumpkin spice lattes in this film.
0: Not in the 70s, I suspect.
1: No. And also, the film was shot in... I think the spring, so <laughs> pumpkins were pretty hard to come by as well.
0: I suppose so, yeah. <laughs>
1: they had to use South American gourds and I spray say, paint at them orange.
0: Did they get them from South America. Yes. Damn. But they that's were green, the they had to spray paint yes. them orange.
1: Yes. They did manage to get three actual pumpkins, which were treated with sort of the kind of reverence that uh, Jen gave to the internet <laughs> in <Yes>. IT Crowd. <gasps> sure. <gasps> yeah. So this is going on. It's quite interesting because there's pretty much every scene there's a jack o' lantern somewhere, which okay. is quite nice. It's almost like a drinking game. Like spot the jack. Drink when you see a jack o' lantern in the okay. scene. Yeah, they Kills do. The they do pan, but pop up quite a lot, and it comes up after the credits. Nineteen sixty three, Halloween night. Huh?
0: They no. they made they predated it, so it's made in the seventies, but.
1: This is this is a flashback. Ah, yeah. Do you remember the beginning of Black Christmas, where we were in first person shooter mode
0: in the house? We were outside the yeah, house, okay. and we were panting. <laughs> yes. Up to After the door. Someone in a pile.
1: And well, as it turned out, yeah, and and we are we are looking at everything from the point of view of the killer. Yes. Right. But we didn't know at the
0: time they were the killer.
1: No, we didn't. Mm. And we don't know now. As far as we're concerned, we are just voyeur in the front garden. Okay. Breathing around the place and like peeping in windows and things. See, that's very, like cinematography wise, this film's very clever. Because you are made to feel like a voyeur throughout just because of the way they shot everything. Okay. It's from a very like, I am... I am the killer. So why didn't we I warn am them? a spectator. What?
0: Why didn't we warn everyone?
1: I want them to die. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Particularly the one that said totally all the time. She was really annoying, mm-hmm. <laughs> as you can imagine. Okay. So it's, we're looking at everything from the point of view of somebody, mm-hmm. a voyeur, who is has gone up to, has looking through the front door, the window, and they can see a, a young man and a young woman like, tee hee
0: okay is one of them called Brad no is it not filmed in California yes it was Mm. he's called Brad I mean the actor I've (laughs) decided
1: I think his name was Bob or something no Mm. they so we walk around the house and we look in the living room and we can see the teenagers and they're kissing on the sofa who would have thought that two teenagers left to their own devices would do that?
0: <laughs> True, yes, fair and enough.
1: He says, uh, Are your parents away all night or something like When do your parents get back? And she mm. was like, Oh, not for ages, but Michael's around here somewhere. And we're like, oh, Who's
0: Michael? Is he a hamster?
1: He is not the hamster. Mm. No. And uh, zero stars. <laughs> <laughs> hamster Weekly's <he's> back.
2: Yeah. <laughs>
1: and uh it's completely silent except for crickets and i love it <laughs> <laughs> anyway. concentrating on yeah. trucking right <laughs> okay no 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 not that guy and then the two of them are like Tee-hee, and run off upstairs together and we the the voyeur uh-huh. look up when we see the bedroom light go off
0: <gasps> why that... is it on in the first place it's the know. 70s they're just burning fossil fuels like there's no tomorrow yes
1: And do you remember I told you that horror movies love to just have eerie noises? Also, why did they turn the light off? For... what's the 70s, David? Well, it's the 60s, in fact. Yeah, but
0: you said it was like, you know... They're teenagers. Oh, fine. They don't know. Fine.
1: They're young and and, and cute and bashful, I guess.
0: And not herpes-riddled yet.
1: (laughs) Well, anyway... (laughs) us the Uh, voyeur mm. are equally upset about them wasting electricity because as soon as i i I said about horror movies they often just have eerie noises rather than music yeah as soon as the light goes off we hear (laughs) okay yeah so he started early on the old synth he's just rocking around the house with the synth i think yeah i suspect this guy had more of the like Guitar keyboard thing that you strap around yeah, your I neck. One, yeah, yeah. Mm. so now we're, we're we've walked around the back. We're walking through the kitchen. We how did we get in? We just opened the door. Idiots. Well, it's the sixties. People didn't lock their doors. You know, it's it's the white flight into the suburbs. It's a safe neighbourhood.
0: Okay. Oink. it's yes.
1: Safe. Okay, it's safe. Yeah. Okay. Because it's not inner because city. Everyone is
0: packing guns. <laughs>
1: Probably, yeah. Yeah. And it's very much this idea of... So, the thing that makes me uncomfortable about these films is white people trying to make out that they're the victims. <laughs> I
0: thought you were going to say that Python white people are making out. disturbs <laughs> like, oh, me too. That's interesting.
1: Ugh. But anyway, so it, we've gone into the kitchen, we've opened a drawer, we've got a big... Um, what would you call it? like satin? Spatula. Satiny sleeve. Oh, wouldn't that be amazing if they would lifted like a ricer?
0: <laughs> oh, just like a, a whisk. Yeah, a blue whisk. Take this. Yeah,
1: it's gonna take a while. my chest hair. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Damn, that's gonna sting. No, we take a massive knife, huge knife. Okay.
0: And we start like, like a chef's knife. Yes. Okay. Okay. Big,
1: big, big knife. Yeah. We right. start to walk through the house. The boyfriend comes running down the stairs, and he's like, "Hey, I'll see you." later and she's like Te-ya. wow what an
0: asshole
1: well the, the the parents are coming back soon so he has to get out of there before so the parents they come were back. up
0: there for like three minutes
1: if you think that's bad just wait it's <laughs> okay. it appalling <laughs> um so we watch the boyfriend leave and then we make our way up the stairs oh no yeah now here's another interesting thing is that this film is i think this is the second film ever to use the steadicam
0: Oh, yeah. The one on the gyroscope,
1: the gyroscopic uh, steady arm thing? Yes. So that's why this film is so good at making you feel like you're a voyeur following and watching these people doing everything. Because the camera can just very steadily yeah. follow after you. It can zoom in and zoom out. So you can do these nice sweeping shots. Uh-huh. And it really does make you feel like you are there and just taking part in the whole thing. You're a voyeur, which is... Mm-hmm what Michael effectively is, you know. So that's quite impressive. Apparently it used up like half the budget as well because... Uh, one
0: camera. And
1: yeah. because they're so mobile, they only have four minutes of stock in the, in the camera. Uh-huh. So they had to do something very clever here where they spent four minutes of us walking through the house and up the stairs. We get to the top of the stairs cool. and we see a clown mask lying on the ground. You know, a little kid's one. Okay, And we put the mask on, and as we put the mask on, it goes dark briefly. Ah, They cut, and then start filming again. Sure, sure, sure. And now we are, not only are we seeing it from first-person shooter mode, but now we're only seeing it through the holes of the the mask. Okay. Which is really clever, because there's a girl sitting, brushing her hair, with nothing but her underpants on, with with her back to us.
0: Okay. So, you know. Classy.
1: She, yeah. We walk in and we're standing right next to her, and she turns around and goes, "Michael," and then we just stab her to death. Oh, yeah, and she goes, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> she doesn't react quite the way I think a normal person would, but what are you gonna do? She's only in the film. she's sounds like, like
0: you okay? go. <laughs>
1: Punch the kid in the face. Yeah. Fuck! Do you think you're doing? Yeah,
0: yeah. And then that's girl. You know. Just
1: just stabbed her in the chest (laughs) repeatedly. You don't see blood. You don't see you stabbing her because. Sure, this isn't
0: Westworld.
1: I'm pretty sure because I haven't seen Westworld.
0: Mm. Because they're all robots.
1: Shocker. Yeah, (laughs) I've seen the series and I've seen The Simpsons spoof. You haven't seen
0: the original Westworld. No. Maybe we should do that one. The, I haven't seen that one in like decades.
1: There's a clue as to why I haven't seen it. West World. I don't like westerns.
0: Um, sure, fine.
1: It's not my bag.
0: It's not really a western, though.
1: I watched it's the first. It's sci-fi. I watched the first episode of the series. Yeah. And was just like, see, this You've is. Got every... Ed Harris in it. it. Well, exactly. Ed Harris's character was every was the reason I don't watch westerns. He did everything that I expect to see in a Western, and it's why I don't watch them, so I turned it off.
0: Oh, fine.
1: Yeah. no. enough of my complaining about gratuitous violence. Let's get back to Halloween. <laughs> nice.
0: Okay, so she's been stabbed. She has. And I assume she dies.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's really rather unfortunate.
0: And he's probably blunted that knife.
1: Yeah, forever, because Bone does that sort of thing. It does, yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a kitchen knife.
1: So now she's lying on the floor and there's a little bit of blood on her that sure. we can sort of see.
0: Well, they've they got to get it through, like, um, what's it, the British Board of Film Classification or the American equivalent. Yes. So they can't have vast amounts of blood everywhere or well, gore.
1: Friday the 13th had, it was just gore rama You would believe the amount of gore in that. We really are going to have to cover...
0: Yes, sir. So, yeah, okay, fine.
1: We shall have to cover The Unholy Trinity at mm. some point, mm-hmm. which is this film... Friday 13th and Nightmare on Elm Street. Fine. But but not today.
0: So And Finding Nemo.
1: Ooh, that's too scary for me. Um, I can't watch it.
0: Especially that sushi one where they say, I found Nemo.
1: Oh, no. <laughs> that's awful.
0: Wow. Yeah, okay. Whereas a teenager getting stabbed in the chest is not a problem for you.
1: I don't know her. You don't
0: know how old Nemo was.
1: He's adorable, though. She's not. She's not my type.
0: Whereas a fish is.
1: (laughs) You know what they say? She sleeps with the fishes. (laughs) Okay. Anyhow, I'm cutting all that. No, you're not. (laughs) (laughs) So um, he's finished what he came here to do.
0: Put a mask on, steal a knife.
1: Stab sister. Oh, wait, so they're related. Oh, wait, stab someone. You ruined ruined it. I was about to tell you in a second anyway. He goes Um, back downstairs and sort of stands out the front of his house with the wee knife in his hand. Right. We're just standing. We are still him or her. And we're standing like on the path outside our our house. And a car pulls up. And we see adults get out of the car. Uh And walk towards us and go, Michael? And then it cuts to a sort of a wide view. And we are looking at... Who we had just been. Sure. Mm.
0: Yes, I understand.
1: And it's a six-year-old boy. Whoa! They pull the mask off the kid, and the kid's standing there with the mask.
0: Which is why it's 63.
1: Uh-huh. And the knife. Right. And it's just a sort of a tableau of the kid standing there with the knife and a blank uh-huh. expression on his face, uh-huh. and the parents just standing there, like, looking at him. Uh-huh. And we just, we just fly up back and pat and zoom out sort of thing yeah and it's, okay and we're and, and now you're just going oh, holy shit that six-year-old just stabbed his sister to death
0: that's messed up
1: it is isn't it okay it's now a dark and rainy night in 1978 the 30th sorry,
0: 2021 it's pissing you down isn't
1: yes it really was yeah but circumstances are slightly different here. Hopefully. It's the 30th of October. Uh huh. Which it isn't here. It's the 20th, yes. Yes. And we are driving along with um, Donald Pleasance. Oh. He's in the passenger seat. Okay. And there's a nurse driving.
0: Jamie Curtis? No. No.
1: It's a nurse and she's just chain smoking.
0: You smoke a chain.
1: Don't be silly. So we were treated to some quite subtle exposition now, mm. where they're trying to sort of pitch the the what's going on. So they're driving along. It becomes clear through their conversation that they are going to, you know, Broadmoor,
0: a psychiatric unit. Yeah, like Arkham Asylum. Or the criminal or criminally insane. insane.
1: That's right. where they're going to collect Michael because Donald pleasant's what has to take him to his parole hearing and Donald is going to insist that he never be released. Okay. This is the the pitch. But um, Donald gets to make all these really intense speeches throughout, which are really... Some of them have, have sort of jotted down what he says, but in this one, he's just like... He keeps calling him it.
0: Right. Which is a bit Because harsh. he's emotional
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think so. It's a bit... Um... It's a bit harsh, I think. <laughs> he did <laughs> stab that. his
0: sister to death.
1: Lots of people stab people, but they still get called him <coughs> or her, or whatever. Calling him it. Well,
0: if you're if you're white, you're called uh, troubled. Mm, exactly. Eccentric. You're not, you're <laughs> something else. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Suddenly, the circumstances that drove you to this seem a lot more significant. Yeah. He's chatting with the nurse, and you know about what they're going to have to do.
0: Sedate yes yeah
1: she person. she says like he she's like so what do i need to sedate him and he was like yeah you need to give him like basically a, a pint of
0: thorazine <laughs> yeah yeah and yeah. something a knock out a rhino
1: yeah 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 and she was saying how's he i mean he's barely going to be able to stand Never mind. good D- yeah and donald pleasance is like yeah exactly he says um he's she says it it freaks me out when they just start babbling incoherently these crazy people Okay. And he says, well, you don't need to worry about that. He has not He hasn't spoken a word in 15 years. Fine. And um, and he keeps calling him it. And she's like, your compassion is overwhelming, doctor. Like that, Adam. Nudge, nudge. Oh, yeah. But well, she's quite judgmental about it. Uh, and he's like, I, I, I never want him to get out. He can't.
0: Too yeah. dangerous for society.
1: Pretty much, yeah. Mm. However... When they get to Arkham Asylum, there are mentally ill patients just roaming around the front garden. With
0: scissors.
1: (laughs) They're running with scissors. No, and the nurse says something along the lines of like, are they normally allowed to roam around in the grounds? No. Meanwhile, Donald (laughs) has just leapt out of the car, basically. He's like, stay here. And he jumps out. He goes over, he sees the gate's been damaged, which means that, You know somebody could have got out and while that while he's off inspecting that someone in a one of those open back gowns oh yeah yeah the patient Uh thing runs up the bonnet of the car onto the roof Uh and the nurse is sitting in there like well shit (laughs) and for some reason I would not have done this but
0: she doesn't get out of the car
1: no she winds the window down and sticks her head out and goes oh And of course, a big hand comes down, and, like grabs her by the hair and she's going, ah, you know, yeah. it's a whole thing. Uh, she tried to, try, winds the window back up or whatever, but he On just, her own neck. he no, she takes her head back in, winds mm. the window up. He, he smashes the hand, the, his hand into the glass. He just slaps the glass <laughs> and it breaks. Uh, uh, he's, that's it, strong. he's pretty strong, this guy. Whoever it might be. (laughs) Anyway, he pulls the the nurse out of the car and he gets in it and drives off. Right. Oh, shit. That's the problem. That is a problem. Yes. It's Donald Pleasance's problem as well. And Donald watches this happen and he says to the nurse, he's gone. The evil has gone. (laughs) All right. Okay. Yeah. So it's... Where did this evil
0: learn to drive?
1: That comes up. Damn it. Because a lot of people have been complaining about this. Like, how the fuck does he know how to drive? Someone has suggested that maybe it's because he's been driven to and from parole hearings enough to see how to drive a car.
0: Oh, wait. Is it an automatic or stick shift?
1: It didn't come up. It didn't seem like an important plot point.
0: It's a very important plot point. Because you can't learn how to drive a stick shift... Based on watching someone use a stick shift,
1: it's America though. Maybe he drove the entire thing in first gear. <laughs> Ooh. Ouch! That's what the dee, dee 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 is. It's just the engine going burning <laughs> out. Yeah, flatlining
0: at 6,000 RPM.
1: Yeah. Now I immediately have to take issue at this point with this idea, and it's throughout the entire series of the films. Mm. Obviously, except the third one because Michael Myers isn't in Halloween Three: Season of the Witch. That's about something else. It's worth a watch.
0: Is it Black Pepper?
1: No. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. Because there's he just keeps pitching this idea that the reason Michael does what he does is because he's evil. But what? What do you mean? Like, what is evil though? What I mean? Do you think that there are evil people? Do you think there are people who are just born evil? I don't. Wow, you're putting a lot of thought into that. Uh, yeah, really thinking. Um, No,
0: not really. But I mean, you can be born substantially different, that you are completely unaware of the pain of others. Yes. And also be incredibly selfish. You just go, well, or there are. I'm pretty certain there are people who just want to inflict power on other people. And it's like... Yeah.
1: Yeah, but how much of that is born of bad upbringings, either like traumatic upbringings, I or I don't think anyone knows. Yeah, but I don't. I I personally don't think that anybody is just innately born evil. I don't think that there is evil as a concept. I think there are people who are just utter utter.
0: True. I think everything is uh, everything Our is a souls. mixture of nature versus nurture, or mm-hmm. well, not versus, but a combination of the two, nature and nurture. So I think you could probably have someone who is obviously brought up in the worst absolute conditions, mm-hmm. and they turn out to be a saint, and the absolute opposite.
1: Yes, absolutely.
0: So the you, you could potentially argue that someone who is brought up in the absolute best conditions ends up being incredibly terrible maybe that would be person someone who'd be defined as evil yes but again it's going to be sliding scales on both so yeah i suppose
1: but to me someone evil to me would just be someone who is profoundly selfish So that they... I don't know. I don't.
0: I, I don't think so. Because you could. You could. You could be profoundly selfish, but not go around like stabbing people.
1: But if you're profoundly selfish, the only reason you're not stabbing people is because you would go to jail, so it would disadvantage you.
0: No, but the other, the, On the flip side, it's like, what advantage does it bring you to kill someone?
1: What if you were both up for a job, like American Psycho? Uh,
0: but again, he's a psycho. He's not evil.
1: Well, that's the thing, because being a psychopath doesn't make you evil. No. I don't think evil as a concept exists. But, but
0: then on the flip side, you could probably have someone who is a good psychopath and someone who is an evil psychopath.
1: Like uh, Richard Branson. Which one is he? Apparently he's a sociopath and... A good one. Or, or a psychopath. <coughs> and uh, I would argue he's good. He's no Epstein.
2: Yeah.
1: You know he's a monster but it's just interesting this idea that a person is evil and you've just written well, the them
0: off is, as evil it's um it's because it's a lot easier to categorize someone in one or the other there's no shades of gray yeah in a lot of especially american things exactly it's like you've either got to be the good guy or the bad guy and if you have a film where someone is a bad person that does good things it confuses people yeah
1: or if they're a bad person but they've had some sort of awful personal trauma that makes you yeah. sympathize with them or again
0: a good person who's like well i mean for the absolute benefit of the group i'm going to shoot this little girl in the face <laughs> it's like i can't see a, i can't see a thing when that would happen apart from in was it in a men in black where he shoots the um, the model of the little girl carrying the physics Oh yes! It's like, why did you shoot Nancy?
1: Well, because look what she's hanging out with. This
0: is normal. This guy's just sneezing. This guy's just doing pressing pressing weights.
1: And she's the one just skipping through this scenario without so much as a yeah. yeah. Exactly. She's the odd one out. Yeah. Excellent.
0: That was clever.
1: But you know, this is this is a time. It's the seventies. Yes. So you've got films at the minute which are very much dealing with this idea of evil. You've got the Omen which is about the Antichrist. You've got Rosemary's Baby, which is about the Antichrist. You've got The Exorcist, which is somebody being possessed Mm. by the devil.
0: And the devil was an angel.
1: Once upon a time. But the point is that these are all films where your bad behaviour isn't your fault. There's some sort of higher power making Uh, you do it. Well, that's very
0: convenient.
1: That's what I'm saying. This yes. is, but evil is convenient as well. And yeah. bear in mind that at this point in time, you have had the Manson family, the Zodiac Killer, John Wayne Gacy, Son of Sam, the Hillside Stranglers, the Sunset Strip Killers, and Jim Jones, fucking death cult, and whatever other serial killers I just didn't happen to write down. Mm. And I think that people just don't want to consider the circumstances that led to these people doing what they did, and I think it's much easier to just tell yourself, "Yeah, to they're it. evil. Yeah. That's sure. why they did it. Something external to them made them do this. Evil made them do it. They mm. are evil. It's not, just, you know, they're just born that way. Sure. And there's nothing we as a society can do." <laughs> Yes. To stop this from happening. Particularly in Jim Jones' case, since he located, relocated everyone down to South America. But anyway, that's <laughs> besides the point. So <sighs> fine, Michael is evil. Sure. Apparently. Right. I the guess evil they dead. I guess they just left out all the six years of like, horrific abuse. They were supernatural though. Yeah. Which this isn't really. Certainly not yet.
0: Okay.
1: Right. We are back to Haddonfield, or Haydenfield if you prefer, and it's Halloween and we are in idyllic suburbs. Ah, lovely.
0: Okay, yeah, kind of with the grass and the kids on bicycles and the lack of cars running over bicycles, mm-hmm. so totally not London.
1: Trees, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah. Everyone having a grill.
1: Everybody's white.
0: White picket fence.
1: Everybody's got white picket fences.
0: Yes. Little sprinklers.
1: There is no diversity. The only diversity here is men and women. <laughs> that's wow. it. Otherwise. Yes. Like that's it for this time. And again, we're having lots of long shots, slowly zooming along and zooming in. Mm-hmm. It's very voyeuristic again. Sure, sure. You feel like you've wandered into this neighborhood and you are peeking into this life you know what i mean yes and we see jamie lee curtis leave her house in a very conservative outfit that even my granny would be like oof (laughs) okay yeah and her dad comes out after her and he's like hey don't forget to leave that key at the myers house at the old myers house because the viewers are coming around at half ten to look at it her dad's an estate agent the real monster.
0: I thought you were going to say the real evil, but yes, yeah, sure. Okay. I did.
1: I just said the real villain. <laughs> monster. Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Yeah. Now, they're evil. <laughs> um, yeah. So she's like, yeah, dad, no problem. Have a nice day. Bye. She's a good girl.
0: Oh. Okay. So she's probably not going to die.
1: No, probably not. But we don't know that yet because right. the rules aren't established fine. yet. Fine, fine. Yeah. Fine.
0: yeah. Okay. Well I, get, well, I was going to say the sister was probably fine as well, but I mean, yeah. She had the sex. We don't know that. She turned off a light.
1: She had shit sex for three minutes. <laughs> she,
0: you said when he rocked up to the room, she had her knickers on, so... she
1: probably put them back. Well, she was sitting on her little stool, brushing her hair. So she's bound to have put her pants back on. Don't you think? I don't know.
0: I'm not going to judge.
1: All right. So... <laughs>
0: Anyhow. Kathy's mind has gone somewhere. Yeah,
1: somewhere awful and I want it to come back to here. She's, Laurie's walking to school. Her name's Laurie, by the way. Laurie strode.
0: She strode where?
1: To school. Right. Laurie strode to school via the old Myers house.
0: Where's the new one?
1: the Broadmoor Arkham Asylum, I guess. I don't know where the parents went, though. We, the found out where the, we found out where the sister went, though. Graveyard? Because mm, we go there. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And some kid catches up to her, whose name is Tommy. And they're talking about, like, hey, I'm babysitting you tonight. Oh, can we do this? Can we do wait, that? Wait, wait.
0: Who's, who's babysitting Obviously,
1: who? Laurie, the teenage girl, is babysitting the little boy, Tommy.
0: He didn't say little boy. He said boy.
1: He's a little boy. Well, he could have been, like, 15. A little boy runs over. His name is Tommy. No, he's a little boy. He's a young boy. Yes. Fine. And they're just talking about like what they're going to do tonight. While, no, there's no pizza.
2: No.
1: Yeah, that's a good point. The flip. That's rubbish babysitting. Although she didn't start babysitting until seven o'clock. So maybe you'd already eat.
0: Mm. It's
1: quite late for a kid.
0: Sure. Yeah. I'll let it slide.
1: This once. <laughs> yeah. Um and then they're they're walking along and he's doing that annoying kid thing where she's he goes, Why are you walking to school this way? And she goes, because I have to
0: Because if I walk backwards it would take longer.
1: Because <laughs> <laughs> this is how I walk. Yeah. He's like, How come you're walking to school this way? Oh, because I have to do my dad a favour. Why? Because I have to drop off the keys. Why? Because he asked me to. Why? You know, this annoying kid thing? But it was quite good for exposition. Why? (laughs) (laughs) I'll kill (laughs) you. But they they get to the house and suddenly the kid's not feeling quite so, you know, chirpy. Okay, Mm -hmm. yeah. Because he's going...
0: (gasps) Not the old Myers house.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. And uh, the kid's scared. Is it all boarded up? Yeah, and it's a bit dilapidated looking... Mm-hmm. there's windows smashed and stuff like that fine it's a bit rough looking mm. um so the kids now scared and the kids going like oh don't go up there oh scary mm-hmm. and she but she's she's a grown up she's 17 she's not scared yeah she walks up to put the key under the mat but we are now inside the house <gasps> and we are looking out the little window in the door and we hear like
0: He's got COVID?
1: He's got a Darth Vader voice simulator. <laughs> okay, fine. He's, and he like steps into the frame. So he's looking out the window and we can just sort of see the side of his head and his shoulder. Uh-huh. By he, I mean Michael, obviously.
0: Head and shoulders, eh?
1: <laughs> knees and toes, knees and toes.
0: I was thinking more about the hair product, but...
1: oh Well, it's not real hair. It's the mask. <laughs> w- where did you get this mask from? Ah, we get to that, you see. Right. It's very clever. <laughs> so we are standing behind michael looking out the window at laurie walking up the steps why did we do something i know we're awful but Mm. you know it was 1978 we're looking back in time i guess and we see michael's shoulder in the side of his head and we Mm. can hear him breathing in this horrible halloween mask Mm. and we're like oh and it goes down mike's got a synth out again i'm surprised she didn't hear it he was right next to the door (laughs)
0: It's causing a din. <laughs>
1: that done caused din. Mm-hmm. It's quite clever. And then he watches her go. He's got a boiler suit on as well, by the way. Changed Where you get out that, of his, Changed out of his hospital gown. Mm. We'll get to that.
0: Wardrobe?
1: <laughs> <Old> Wardrobe! <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh-huh. Hi, Tom. Huh? In the closet.
1: <laughs> oh, Tom, hand us that.
0: Yeah. I
1: can't. John Travolta's wearing it. Yeah. I went there. You did? Sue me. Please don't. I've got no money. <sighs> Meanwhile, back at the, in daylight, Dr. Loomis is at the Arkham Asylum. Dr. Loomis is Donald Pleasant's character. Ah. He's at Arkham Asylum. Ooh. You'll notice how I know everyone's name this time. Usually everyone gets a nickname, but I've, I know everyone's name. Because I've seen it so many times. Fine, yes. Dr. Loomis uh they're playing the blame game basically they're like well why did you do- well why did you do this well nah, 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 nah. why didn't you blah, blah blah you know this is going on yeah. back and forth as the chief guys walking dr loomis to dr loomis's car okay and uh and they're like well why didn't you you know warn whoever and Don Pleasance, Doctor Loomis. He says, "I did warn them. Nobody listened to me."
0: <laughs> uh, yeah, he's one of these. Um, the end is nigh, and everyone's like, "Huh, crazy fool."
1: <laughs> yes, exactly. He's the, the the crazy guy at the gas station. He's like, "Don't go up into them hills. You'll never be seen again." See? Yes.
0: <laughs> yeah. um, or the one about the um, the the graveyard.
1: Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. Last bunch of kids that went up there never came back.
0: And it was an airport. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Unless it was Bristol Airport, in which case they came back three hours later because their flight was cancelled because oh. it's the worst airport. What? Oh my God. I, I remember checking in for a flight and they were like, yep, so that's leaving on time. And I actually went, really? Oh, said, yeah. Wow, okay, brilliant.
0: <laughs> and then it was three hours late.
1: It was not on this occasion, no. which was amazing. Okay. First time ever, and uh, so they have this whole me 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 me. Doctor Loomis um, is trying to convince the guy that this even happened in the first clip cl- right. place, because the guy's going like, he, "This can't have happened. He can't have escaped. Like he doesn't know how to drive." Ah, yes. And Doctor Loomis says, "Well, he was doing a good job of it last night. Maybe he's been getting lessons." Okay. Yeah like proper pissed and then he goes i'm going to go and i you know get him i look for him uh, and then he he was like you need to get onto the police and warn them tell them who walked out of here and where he's going and then loomis maybe away. you should narrow it
0: down because there's pretty a load of people who walked out
1: you said tell him who walked out of here yeah, like
0: there's probably a
1: and where they're going oh i see yes 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 absolutely Mm. well i think he's only worried about the homicidal maniac okay i think we need to prioritize that one i mean
0: considering there's a bunch of them like standing outside the gate was already damaged
1: ah but they were too far gone
0: maybe like the other one just did all the crimes on friday the 13th (laughs) (laughs)
1: yeah one of them went to chicago and did black christmas yeah and the other one went to camp crystal lake and stabbed up all those teenagers and then blamed that poor woman (laughs) exactly well we are now in a classroom and laurie is sitting at the very back next to the window she would be yeah
0: badass smoking a cigarette
1: probably no she's quite studious as
0: laurie you be studious and smoke It's not good for you, but you can do it.
1: But you don't tend to sit at the back of the class next to the window if you're studious, do you?
0: No, because you want to sit there, because that's where you've got the best airflow for getting rid of the cigarette smoke.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah,
0: fair point. And watching the squirrels.
1: And cracking the window.
0: (laughs) I'm not taking crack at the window.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And she's in this really boring class, and the teacher keeps talking about fit, Not fit, fit. And she saw it, The teacher sounds like Droopy the dog. Oh. Where she's just like, The point make it was trying to make was about
0: fate.
1: The important
0: thing about
1: fate. It was re- like,
0: we get it. assume they're not talking we about fate. We get bears. it.
1: No, not an F-E. T-E. Strange accent. T-E. Accent. <laughs> yes. No. It was Fate very clearly and we're like we get it we get it you're talking to laurie about fit she is fated to cross paths with michael i get it thank you droopy dog oh yeah very boring class anyway laurie looks out the window because even she's bored and she can see a big long car and then no 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 it's just you know americans and their station wagons Mm. and stuff like that and Michael is standing behind it, looking in the window at her with the white mask on.
0: Right. In so the she... middle of the day.
1: Yes. And boiler suit. It's the car... And he's
0: 21 now. 15 6? Yes.
1: Yes, he is 21 now. It's a strange way to celebrate tw- turning 21.
0: <laughs> Could have gone for a drink. it would have been I a little know. bit more chilled.
1: Exactly. Would have relaxed him a bit.
0: And also... Is this the same face mask? Because he's going to really be cramming his head in there.
1: He is going to get knee as well. Mm, if he keeps breathing, breathing in there. Mm. Well, you don't immediately see him, which is quite clever. Like, you look out the window. Is he with... clean shaved? We don't know. Because
0: that's going to be itchy.
1: <sighs> yeah, how's he going to shave? I assume he takes
0: the mask off to shave. No,
1: no, no. I mean, did they let him shave in the in Arkham? They're not
0: going to let him have sharp objects. I wouldn't. They'd probably give him, like, an electric razor.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure you could kill someone with that too though. I
0: mean, if he throws them in a the bath and drops the razor in after them.
1: Well wait to hear what he gets up to, and then maybe you'll change your tune. Oh. Yeah. So we look out the window with Laurie. Like, what? And you have to search the scene a bit, and then you see Michael's head, like right across the street behind the car, you're like, oh And uh-huh. she sort of goes, Oh, Okay. And then she looks back and then she looks. He's gone. Again, he's gone. Yeah, that classic.
0: He got thing. run over by that car.
1: <laughs> it was his car. Be, oh, he must be doing like reenacting that Drake video. Oh, and he nice. ran himself over with his own car. Ah, uh, my foot. <laughs> <laughs> yes. It would take more than getting run over by a car to stop Michael Myers.
0: Uh, just bury him in concrete.
1: I think that's pretty much all you could do.
0: Uh, chain him up and throw him in the ocean.
1: I think they did that with Jason chained him up and threw him in the lake fair enough but then he got out oh.
0: <laughs> well after a certain number of centuries probably all that stuff would rust unless you used like aluminium
1: i don't know if they were, were in a position to be like no 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 don't use these and chains your finest
0: platinum. go
1: and get aluminium mm-hmm. chains yeah exactly
0: but i suppose if it's a lake it's unlikely to be salt water
1: true so it might not rust although when we watched the next film it had rusted So, wah, wah. (laughs) Um, The reason she looks back is because the teacher asks her a question. Laurie, what did you mean about fit? And then she answers him. And then she looks back and Michael's gone. Yay!
0: (laughs) He's like pouring himself a glass of water in the corner.
1: (laughs) Oh, sorry. I was getting some water. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, Meanwhile, poor Tommy's getting booed. Now, what
0: would have been really cool... Is if it had been like that ninja cat, she looks ah! away and then she looks back, oh! and he's just closer but not moved.
1: That's scary when that cat, cat does that. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I'd have caked. That happens in The Shining in the book. Uh, the um, topiary, topiary, uh yeah, topiary. animals yeah. Yeah. come to life. Uh-huh. So he's sitting playing, and he hears rustle, 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 and he looks. It's a bit like red, like green. Is his light. name Russell. No.
0: <laughs> oh.
1: His name was. Um, bias. Well, there was Tony that was the finger but he was Danny. Red rum,
0: red rum,
1: red rum. Do you remember this?
0: No. Anyway, let's carry on.
1: The book was excellent. Mm. Poor Tommy's getting bullied by... Oh, the six... The, the young... little kids. Okay, yes. By bye. big kids. <laughs> and they're... They're they've like surrounded... He's got a big pumpkin. He's holding one of the precious pumpkins. Okay. The kids have surrounded him and they're like, the boogeyman's gonna get you. The boogeyman's gonna get you. And all this at him. And he's like, no, he's not. You know. Okay. Classic bullying. Classic bullies. <laughs> and then they trip him up and he falls and <laughs> smashes the pumpkin. But That's One precious. of the precious pumpkins. I think this is the last scene that they shot.
0: <laughs> oh, could be.
1: Yeah. And they were really nervous because they only had one take with this pumpkin <laughs> uh, and then he you know he smashes it and he's all sad the other smashing kids, pumpkins oh yeah well they didn't mean smashing the band didn't mean smashing as in destroying they meant smashing in the british sense
0: the, as in the, making the, the like smashing potato
1: pumpkins oh i see yes that's how they meant it <laughs> right fine smashing tip top what what mm. The kids run off. The bullies run off. And one of them runs right into Michael Myers. Boom. That kid has no idea how lucky he was because he just sort of goes, "ooh" and runs off again. And then for some reason, Michael yeah, decides.
0: Ari, so the boogeyman's going to get you. And then you run into
1: him. <laughs> You ran into the boogeyman. Hey, there's a kid over there when you did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They stuck a note to Tommy's back saying, kill me.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah. Um so tommy's all upset and he sort of skulks home but for some reason michael decides to follow him okay in first person view again so it sort of shifts from we can see the back of his boiler suit to we are what we get into the car and then we drive along after tommy following him
0: very very slowly
1: yes very slowly very
0: pollutingly
1: yeah and the whole car is going like, because it's the 70s. Yes. They do that. Yes. And they're probably knocking as well, because they used to do that as well. That big, like, tong tonk, tonk noise that they used to make. Okay. That's why they started putting lead in the petrol to stop the knocking.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: And then he drives off. Does Michael.
0: Oh, right. Not Tommy. No, Tommy doesn't. He, he also went to the same school.
1: <laughs> he's a really big kid. Yeah. He's been held back a couple of times.
0: That driving school must be doing really badly to like, take like, psychiatric patients and six-year-olds.
1: Mm. We really need the money. That's yeah. some bad driving.
0: we mm. To be tootling along Crash school. That.
1: Loomis, Dr. Loomis.
0: Starts looming.
1: He looms over a phone box Ooh. and uh, he's, he's in the phone booth and he's warning the cops he's saying like he's coming back to Haddonfield you better be prepared all this sort of shit there's a bit of a COVID parallel there isn't there that there's this health professional who is warning um, the authorities that something terrible is coming and they ignore
0: him <laughs> the boy who cried Michael
1: oh oh I don't know I just I'm seeing COVID well, it'd be a very
0: short film if they listen to him think of all the parallel universes where he's just caught immediately and then sent back that'd be great And then there are no more Halloween films.
1: The cops do somewhat take him seriously though. But how do you find him, especially at the minute?
0: Go back to his house.
1: That's where Loomis goes. But he's not there. He's not in. Find the
0: car that he stole?
1: He does. Do you want to hear this or not?
0: (laughs) Damn it. (laughs)
1: Sick. (sighs) Well, you asked a few questions that are about to get answered. Good. Loomis um, is going to get back in his car and he notices a sort of a little um, side ditch thing up the side of a bridge or whatever with bushes and he and he sees a car just sort of parked in it. It's like a van okay. parked in it mm. and he's like, that's weird. What the hell is that? And he goes over to investigate. It's a boiler and repair he finds, van. A, he finds an empty van with a load of hospital gown draped all over the, the just seat. Just the one. A hospital... Yeah, the hospital dying. Yeah,
0: no, multiple ones, okay.
1: Draped I'm, all over the car. Fine. And he's like, oh, well that's weird. But we're voyeurs again. We're voyeurs again. And we are looking at this happening in front of us. And then we sort of pan over to the right and in the bushes... Dead dude. dude. Naked dead guy. With a moustache. Just FYI.
0: <laughs> yeah. Where was the moustache? <laughs> yeah,
1: I mean, okay. Yeah. I know. Dun, dun, dun. loomis never even saw that that was us that saw that good for us we're the only ones you know but loomis didn't need to see the dead body to figure out what had happened
0: no shit
1: yeah because <laughs> there's an empty van and some hospital gown lying around so unless there's an enormous naked guy <laughs> scuttling around havenfield or he probably stole a boiler suit from somebody sure yeah um so that's that
0: it still doesn't explain how he learned to drive.
1: Well, we still don't know how he learned to drive, but it has already been covered when that guy was like, he can't even drive. It's, oh, yes, he can. Because he did. Fine. We'll assume it's an automatic. And we'll assume that he's just paid attention when he's watched people driving him around over the last 15 years. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. But they even even in the film, they're just like, I don't know how he drove.
0: <laughs> don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not going to further the plot any.
1: Yeah, leaky a room, you know. Uh, yes. So Laurie, Laurie is walking home from school. She's got all of her books, and she's got two friends who are not as studious as she is, and they're like
0: you talking know, about boys.
1: They're yeah, they're they're having mad bans about like oh, you know all you know your books, uh-huh. and then they're complaining about their respective boyfriends. There's Linda. Who's got long blonde hair, and right. she is going out with Bob.
0: Imagination,
1: right? If she's complaining, and she says, "Totally," that's her thing. But oh, this is, is the one you want totally, dead. Yeah, well, hmm. it's a bit strong for just because she says "totally" too much. And then there's Annie, who seemed all right. Uh, she had short curly dark brown hair. Nice, and she is going out with Paul. Yeah. And Paul has been a bit of a scamp and uh-huh. has gotten himself grounded. Oh, that Paul. He's what? <laughs> gotten himself grounded. Oh, grounded. 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 Right.
0: Okay, fine. Yes.
1: So this is the conversation. Mm. Um, they also smoke a joint while they're walking home. Why not?
0: Like a beef knuckle or?
1: A joint, <laughs> yeah, a ham hock. <handbuck. laughs> <laughs> no, a marijuana cigarette. A marijuana? <gasps> the wacky backy they'll get reefer fever <laughs> sure and while they're having a, a, a name conversation about books as in school books right we see the car from the the, the insane the, asylum yes we see that car the station wagon drive past and we see michael in the driving seat in the white mask just like totally gone. Ooh, out the window at them, watching them as he walks as they as he's he probably not past. seen girls. Girls. Yeah. Hello, lovely girls. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's giving them a good stare in it. Mm. Is he wearing a mask? He is wearing the mask. And we're all and the three of them are like, ugh, what creep? Uh, yeah. Creep. And Lo- Laurie obviously is going. He looks a lot like that guy I saw earlier. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So the conversation continues. Everybody's, well, not everybody's babysitting tonight. Laurie's babysitting tonight. Annie with the short hair is babysitting tonight. Linda is sort of babysitting tonight because she's spending the evening with Bob. <laughs> right. Who <He laughs> is mentally... He's not the brightest, yet. yeah. Yeah. Um, but they've decided that they're going to take advantage of Annie having an empty house because she's right. babysitting. Yes and her parents are away and the parents are away okay and they are going to make use of the upstairs is the plan what's that mean sex <gasps>
0: <laughs> sure okay bless i mean have they told annie this yeah yeah, yeah they're they, they're are they bringing their own sheets
1: that's yeah that's gross you can't and they probably are planning to do it in the master bedroom which is the parents bedroom so that's horrible
0: I, it depends on their taste of, like, furnishings, I suppose. Why? I don't know what their room looks like. Well, we're gonna. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I mean, like, yeah, you know, you got to be you know, polite about these things.
1: Sure. We are just sort of voyeur... Like a blanket. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. Or a towel or something. A towel? Well...
0: <laughs> just like a tiny little towel. Not a little... You can't move around very much. It's just got to be in this tiny, like, not hand a towel. a
1: washcloth. <laughs> Like a beach towel or something. Yeah, a beach towel would be good, yeah. Why are we talking about this? Because
0: otherwise, if you're on a beach, it gets really sandy.
1: I don't understand why people do that on the beach.
0: Well, I mean, if you've got a beach towel, as long as it's like the sand side down.
1: If there's even the slightest gust of wind, your evening's
0: ruined. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, it kind of spoils the mood.
1: (laughs) what I meant you know what I meant
0: yes I did but it was funny yes
1: it does <laughs>
0: it somewhat spoils me excuse me <laughs>
1: I'm, I don't know go away and take your beach towel with you
0: yes anyway okay so they're going to use the house fine yeah. understood yeah.
1: and Linda goes home after they've made this plan they're all walking up the street they all live sort of nearby Linda's
0: the one who's going with Bob to Annie's house yes right Linda's blonde
1: I mean, just, how is that relevant? Just to tell them apart. This Lynn's is the classic
0: anti blonde movement.
1: It's not. Well, she's she's more. It's more like white hair actually. It's not mm. the point. She's the blonde she one. She is eighty seven. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot to mention. Yeah. She also got held back a lot in school. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> um, she goes home. Mm. And then they're they're walking up the street. We've just been voyoring, uh Annie with the brown hair. And Laurie. Fine. Yes. Laurie Lee Curtis. Yeah. We've been sort of voyeuristically watching this whole thing and just sort of, because it's
0: that. From a car?
1: No, it's, we are sort of in the middle of the street, but we're just sort of walking ahead of them. Okay. Looking back. Okay. But now we see Laurie going like, (gasps) and stopping in the street and she looks uh, and we look as well. We look round and Michael is sort of standing behind a hedge. And he's half on the footpath, half behind the hedge. And he's just standing there with his mask on and the boiler suit. It's really the first time we get a good this look at him. It's a
0: really stupid film.
1: No, it's not. It's quite suspenseful, that. Obviously, I can't describe the suspense of this film. But it's excellent. Oh. Annie was rooting around in her bag
0: and then Laurie looks up and goes, huh! And then we see. I mean, just the number of warning signs that have happened so far. They would have called the police. Would you, though? Yeah.
1: If you just saw a weirdo on Halloween wearing a scary
0: costume. It's during the day. Yeah, it's after school though. Also, Halloween is only supposed to be for kids. You don't get parents dressing up like that apart from the kinky ones.
1: That is true, but he could be a teenager and he's just a bit big.
0: Yeah, but also you go around in a group, you don't like wander around by yourself. Like a weirdo.
1: Well, it's probably why Laurie's scared. Because she's like, why is this enormous child?
0: Why is this William Shatner following me?
1: (laughs) Why is William Shatner following me? That's scary. Yeah, it would be. I'd swear that was William Shatner in there. George Decay's like, (gasps) oh my.
0: (laughs) Anyway, okay, fine. I will will be suspending some disbelief.
1: Thank you. And try and imagine their suspense. (laughs) Fine. She's like, Annie, there's a guy behind the bush. (laughs) And then they look again, Annie's gone and she's ditched there? no michael myers is gone you said she's gone he's gone oh he's gone yes okay and annie's Ooh,
0: it's just like um uh, spoilers fight club he was never really there It's jamie Lee curses the entire time
1: see you know that would have been a much better sequel if it turned out that actually <laughs> she had imagined the whole thing yeah and she was the killer yeah that would be great that would yeah. be so much better than what they actually did oh so they, um, Annie's like, well, I'm not taking this bullshit. So she just marches up to the hedge and looks around. And then she's like, Laurie, this guy wants to talk to you. So Laurie like very tentatively creeps over and then he's gone. Obviously Annie was winding her up. Yes. And she's like, I, I swear there was somebody there, you know. Right. I'm standing right there. Mm. And uh, her friend Annie's like, well, scared another man off. Mm-hmm. And like Aww. starts giving her shit for being single, and Laurie's all like, "It's not my fault, boy. Say I'm too smart." Okay. Oh, it is the seventies, yeah. So she's too studious to get a date. She's mm. kind of mental because she's gorgeous. Yeah. It's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah. And pff, she's got a big chest. She's got a
0: great personality. She
1: sure does. <laughs> Two of them. <laughs> mm, okay. Yeah. I love Jamie Lee Curtis. She's yeah, she's such, pretty cool. I love the characters she plays. She's so good in um, oh, Trading Places. Oh, Fish Called Wanda. Fish Called Wanda. Yeah, I forgot about that one. And Scream Queens. She's yes. so funny in that. Yeah, Especially yeah, yeah. the second one. Mm. That was really good. So, Annie goes home. Did she? Annie went home. Annie, go home. Annie with the brown hair.
0: Uh-huh.
1: Are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? No? Stayed. Michael Jackson?
0: I know. Also, Alien Ant Farm.
1: That's the, the cover. Yeah.
0: That's why I said also Alien Ant Farm. Yes,
1: gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were like, also, Alien Ant Farm did a song that sounded somewhat like that.
0: <laughs> I No, I, I get that they were substantially after.
1: Quite a bit, yeah. yeah. Uh, but Laurie's a bit shaken at this point. Because she keeps saying William Shatner. I mean, you would be, wouldn't you? Terrified. Yeah. And she's...
0: You might start talking, singing at me.
1: suddenly there at the turnstile Uh, and she's she's walking along she's looking behind her because she's like he's going to pop out of the bush isn't she isn't he Mm. and she's looking behind her and boop she walks into somebody and you're like oh god it's Michael but it's not it's the local sheriff Annie's dad does she support him support your local sheriff yeah nice no she shot the sheriff but she didn't kill the deputy (laughs)
0: Right, okay.
1: Um, And she bumps into him and she's like, because it scared the shit out of her, understandably. So
0: her dad is both the sheriff and an estate agent. No, it's
1: Annie's dad. Oh, Annie's
0: dad? Yes. Right.
1: Annie with the brown hair. Right. And she's very respectful to him. We're really getting a good idea of Laurie as a character because she's respectful to the police, she's helpful to her parents, she's a good babysitter, she doesn't go out with boys, she's studious, etc., etc. She's a good girl.
0: Fine
1: very conservatively dressed as well mm. she seems a bit glum to me though she's but you know she can't get um, a dip.
0: yeah okay well i was gonna say she's not getting any <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes exactly yeah. Uh-huh. yeah okay and there are trick-or-treaters about at this point there are kids running around with parents who are also dressed up fine running around and laurie she like heard a noise of like yeah wait she is this guy actually
0: the sheriff or is he just dressed up as a sheriff no he is
1: actually the sheriff because <laughs> right. that's illegal isn't it impersonating a police officer
0: yeah it is yeah. she goes up at to at least your... in the UK
1: yeah she goes up as to as I your...
0: suspect if you're a five-year-old dressed up as a, like a, a like an old western marshal yeah they're unlikely to slap you in cuffs and send you to what's it called Rikers Island
1: yeah it's unlikely
0: I would speaking hope of, speaking of Star Trek
1: what <laughs> Rikers Island <isn't> <laughs> Yeah, where you can't just sit in a chair. You have to swing your leg over the back. (laughs) Yeah, the electric chair is a completely different... Oh, no. If you can get your leg over the back of it to sit down on it, then you get electrocuted. Yeah. Hmm. She goes back to her bedroom, which is quite plain. It's a bit drab. And she looks out the window. And guess what's out the window?
0: A tree? Yeah. Squirrels? Maybe. Raccoons ruffling through the bins?
1: Not yet. Ah, uh, they come later. There's a, a reference to raccoons later. Oh, yeah. Oh. I wouldn't be happy about it. Ooh. Yeah. There's um, sheets drying on the laundry line.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, I think I've seen this clip. Yeah. And he's standing between the sheets. And it's just the form of a body that suddenly appears when the wind blows against him.
1: No, that's two different films you're combining oh. there. But he is standing in the laundry, so you can just sort of see his head on mm. the edge of one shoulder. And mm. she's like... <gasps> And then she looks again and he's gone. So I think that one was just her hallucinating. Because why did he disappear so quickly?
0: The, she might have had par- one of the ones with the uh, LSD spiking.
1: Or she, or she's just really paranoid because marijuana does that.
0: <laughs> she just took a sip of her beer.
1: It's alcohol free. Shit it
0: is, isn't it?
1: Yeah, but I did sprinkle some LSD in it. <laughs>
0: Share oh, sure, share, share like.
1: <laughs> oh, I sprinkled something worse than oh, yours. <laughs> That's why
0: there's a unicorn over there. <laughs> uh,
1: Wondered when that was going to kick boom. in. Boom! Yeah. Because they kick. Do they? Hooves. Unicorns don't kick people, they just go with their head horn.
0: This just sounds like uh, people don't shoot people. <laughs> Guns, Guns do. do.
1: <laughs> nice. Yeah,
0: okay.
1: Okay, we're going to stop it there for part one of why did you watch join us next time for part two
0: why did you watch it